The reviews are in on the tier ranking sheets. And some are saying they are very, very clutch here in the doghouse. Well, you made me weak And you made me moan Well, you caused me to leave, child My happy home But someday, baby You ain't worry my life anymore God, I didn't want to even end the song. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. And this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Brought to you by the Doghouse Fantasy Football. Why? Why do I have... Okay. All right, that's what's going on. Holy shit. I had an echo going in my ear. I had a little bit of an echo, and that drives me up the damn wall. Well, what's up, everybody? It is August 31st, 2020, the year of the devil. Um, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. If you have not gotten the draft guide, tier ranking sheets, ADP charts, what are you waiting for? They're free. Just get a hold of me on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get a hold of me on frickin' Facebook, it's uh, Dennis M. Roy over there. Otherwise, you can email me. Generally, I won't see the email, though, because I get a lot of emails every day on just BS. For some reason, it doesn't go to my junk mail. It comes into my regular email. And that is RoyDog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com. Donations are welcome. If you care to, Venmo, at the Venmo, uh, Dennis-Roy-14 over there. Had somebody ask me if I had a um, PayPal, and I told them, you've had the PayPal account the whole time. If you care to do it on PayPal, it is RoyDog underscore 13, the exact same way that we spell it every damn show at Yahoo.com. So see, it's easy. It's easy. Unlike uh, drafting Leonard Fournette, who has been waived by the Jaguars as of this morning. Hold on to him. Don't uh, don't drop him. Holy shit, that is loud. Uh, don't drop him yet. No one drop him at all. Just keep on. Keep holding him on until we figure out where he's at. Uh, for now, as far as where I would draft him, uh, the very earliest, if you're going to take a shot, is going to be he's going to drop into that tier six. 
Um, he's going to drop down by Jordan Howard, uh, Matt Breida, right about in that area. He's definitely going behind Adrian Peterson. Uh, but he should be actually right above where we had Alexander Madison and Tevin Coleman. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to share a backfield uh, if he's getting picked up by somebody. Hopefully it's not Kansas City. Hopefully it's not Philadelphia. Uh, If he ends up in New England, which it sounds like possibly he might be, fine, whatever. Uh, If he ends up uh, with the Jets... We will, of course, drop Le'Veon Bell a little bit farther down our ranks. Uh, Chicago, which would totally kill David Montgomery. Um, David Montgomery and probably Terry Cohen, to be honest with you. But uh, I've even heard L.A. Chargers as a possible spot. Uh, We'll have to figure it out. We'll find out where he's going and what's happening there. Uh, speaking of Jaguars, they did trade uh, defensive end Yannick Ngankwe to the Minnesota Vikings, so that does give them a be- another pass rusher there. Uh, it's a pretty good pass rush, but guy can't stop the run. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind because he might be a guy that we want to run right at in DFS come week one. Let's see what else we got here. Prince of Mukamara, the cornerback for the Raiders, was cut. So it uh, so makes their uh, secondary even that more weaker. Uh, let's see. There was something else here. There was something else here. Oh, Jalen Rager got hurt this weekend. Um, they're expecting him to miss a couple weeks at the start of the season, quite possibly uh, four weeks. So... It's going to drop him down in the rankings a little bit more. Let's see where he was at. Hold on a minute. Yeah, so he was right above Jerry Judy. He was in the Tier 7, right in between C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. So he is going to drop, and he is going to drop hard. Where am I going to put him in? I'm going to slot him probably right above... Kill Harry. I think that's what we're going to do. I'm actually going to come off Harry a little bit. So end of tier 8. So he's going to drop a full tier on there. Which sucks. But uh, that does bump up a lot of guys. Um, as far as the wide receivers for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. In particular, that's going to move Deshaun Jackson up a couple spots, I think. I think we're going to move Deshaun Jackson. Where are we going to move him? I think we got to put him right below uh, Henry Ruggs in Tier 6. So he's going to move up a full tier in there. Might move him up a little bit higher. I might move him up right by Jarvis Landry and Stephon Diggs. But uh, I'll have a new, I'll have a updated tier rankings chart uh on friday so we're good for the weekend get you guys all covered up uh version three did go out late friday night i was actually in the middle of working it working through it and building it for you guys when i was doing my sirius xm subscriber ring of honor league draft the full point ppr 12 team 
uh, draft that I did with John Hansen, the guru, as you know, uh, Michael Fabiano, and was hosted by Mike Dempsey from Football Die Hard. So a uh, very fun draft. Uh, had the second pick overall. We're going to go through that draft. Um, we're also going to go through uh, one of my Yahoo drafts. So this, I was hoping to do only like a half-hour podcast today, but um, we have to get started on the uh, certain segment, and that's going to require going through one of our drafts here. Um, but we will do the subscriber Ring of Honor draft here. I'm just going to go through what my picks were and just kind of what I was thinking in here. Um, I had the second overall pick, which I'm not really keen on being at the beginning of the draft. Um, so, I mean, it's it's great. You can get, you know, one of the top running backs and stuff like that. But I'm a really, I really like the back end of the draft because that's where you can uh, double up in the running backs. And then, you know, what happens, whatever happens, happens there. So... Uh, let's take a look. Let's see what happened here. This, uh, the team name for this one is living in a van Jefferson down by the river. Thank you. I thought it was clever. Uh, second overall pick surprisingly was not Saquon Barkley. It was actually, uh, Saquon Barkley was taken first. So Christian McCaffrey dropped to me in the two spot. I was happy with that. Um, basically, you know, whatever, what, We've talked about as far as change this here. There we go. That's a little bit better. A little bit better there. Um, we talked about how running backs were going to go really quick, and that stayed, you know, pretty much uh, true to point. A lot of the running backs went back. Went uh, by the time I got to the twenty-third overall pick or pick two point one one. So I had a decision to make. Uh, Travis Kelsey was already taken, so it was kind of me sitting there thinking, am I taking George Kittles um, or am I going to take Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Knowing fully well that I was going to end up probably screwing myself uh, with the running back position uh, overall, and I was going to have to take some shots. So I did end up taking Patrick Mahomes. I do like Patrick Mahomes in that offense a little bit more than Lamar Jackson, but it's really close. Um, if you prefer Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes in that spot, I have no issues with it whatsoever. Coming around to the third round, I did take Kenny Galladay. I am high on Kenny Galladay. Uh, he is in Tier 4. Uh his ADP is 25th overall, so I did get a value on there. Uh, coming around to the fourth round, took DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks, who I'm a little bit higher on than uh, than most people. Um, but I I would have taken DJ Chark in that spot if he hadn't gotten taken earlier. So I you know stayed pretty true to form with my tiers there. Uh, fifth round, coming around back around the curve. Uh, I was able to get Mark Ingram of the Baltimore Ravens. So it worked out really well grabbing Patrick Mahomes instead of Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I didn't have the quarterback and the running back from the same team. Sixth round, took Tyler Boyd in there. 
Uh, he is tier six wide receiver. Uh, running backs just completely off the board in here. Um, seventh round, circled around. Uh, tight ends were going rather quickly. Everybody was kind of skipping over Evan Ingram, so I took him there. Uh, Follow that up in the eighth round. Here's where I had to start looking at some of these running backs that maybe I'm drafting a little bit higher than where I should or where they're usually going. Um, but you have to make the decision um, to kind of get in there and grab them, right? So uh, Adrian Peterson I selected in the eighth round. Not great, but he is only my third running back. I'm a little bit uh, wide receiver heavy in this, which I'm fine. Because coming around in the ninth round uh, took Christian Kirk. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I should also mention, is a tier six running back. That's where we were. Uh, his ADP is 155, but um, you're going to have to get him by the 10th round uh, in most of these regular drafts. The high stakes leagues, he's going to drop a little bit farther because nobody's going to really want him, which I kind of think is stupid. So Christian Kirk was another tier six wide receiver. I have him. Uh, what about six, seven picks uh, below Tyler Boyd in there. So he had an ADP of 92, so he was going. I got a little bit of value in there on him. Tenth round, went back to running back, and I selected uh, Sony Michelle. Don't, <laughs> I don't like it, um, but again, I have to. I had to bulk up a little bit at running back in there. So we get back to the 11th round. I take a shot. On the Tampa Bay Buc- uh, Buccaneers backfield, uh, which is another spot that um, Leonard Fournette might end up in. Oh, God, please don't. But uh, Keyshawn Vaughn was my next pick in there. Uh, got a little bit of value in there. 11th round pick. He has an ADP of 129. So that's uh, actually, actually, no. I did take him a little bit ahead of his ADP, so we're good there, though. 13th round, Randall Cobb, uh, slot wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Followed that up with Darrington Evans, the backup for uh, one Derrick Henry. Took a shot in there and then finished it up. We have kicker and defense on here, so I got my Chargers defense. Everybody else had a defense already, so... Uh, Chargers, nobody's on him. Now, they did have uh, Derwin James, uh, the safety, did get hurt. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks, uh, but he was looking good. It's like a 10th tenth, tenth or 11th uh, week, uh, week 10, week 11, bye week in there. So it's nice to kind of have him uh, for most of the season. And if they end up failing, I don't have a problem cutting him either. And then uh, Brandon McManus was my kicker, but... Jeez, who cares about that? So that's kind of a look at what's going to happen or what you're going to have to look at when uh, you're at the beginning of the draft and if you go kind of off script and you don't reach for any of the uh, running backs and stuff at the end of the second round, uh, you're going to have to make some drastic moves. So just letting you know. Just letting you know. All righty. So, are we going to go through another draft here? 
What are we at for time? Oh, we got time for another draft here. We can take a look at one. And then we can do our new segment. Let's see here. Let's see here. Which one is it? Mm, there it is. This is the Goat Humpers League. This is the uh, the home, the major hometown league. Mm. So, let's see what's going on. Who's making noise? Which cat is making noise? All right. Damn cats. So, this one I was a round 11. Uh, round 11. Uh, was the back end of the draft. I had pick 11. So I'll kind of run through this team here in order. Uh, ended up with Joe Mixon. Uh, the migraines are really pushing him back towards the end of the first round. I'm okay taking him still. Round two. Now, surprisingly, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was still there. Uh, most of you know that usually he's going about five, six, seven, somewhere in there. So getting him at pick 14, uh, I was happy with. I was fine with. Um, and then uh, it was just worrying about what the handcuff was when I was going to get it. Here's my bi- Here's the big pick. Now, end of the third round. Let's pick 11 of the third round. I had DeAndre Hopkins fall into my lap. Let's see all the wide receivers that went before. And let's try and get it in order, of course. Uh, Michael Thomas, of course, went in the first round. Um, you actually had... Uh, Devontae Adams dropped to the end of the second round, um, the very last pick of the second round, which, whew, amazing. Great value there. Um, Tyreek, uh, wait, Julio actually went before he did. Julio went with the 10th pick in the second round, then Devontae Adams. So he actually went, he was the third wide receiver off the board. Then we had Tyreek Hill go at the beginning of the third. Now you see, that's all running backs in there um, for the most part, except there was one quarterback that was taken as the fourth overall pick of the second round. And did we have did we have Mahomes come off here? Can't remember. Oh yeah, seventh pick in the second round. So they both went in there, uh, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans with the third pick in the, in the uh, third round. Then you had Allen Robinson came off the board, Chris Godwin, and Adam Thielen before uh, DeAndre Hopkins falling to me with the 11th pick of the third round. I, you have to take it. You just have to. It does not matter what your feelings are on there. DeAndre Hopkins... Should have went in the second round. Should have went, you know, at the very latest um, mid to late second round. So getting a full round of value on there. Follow that up. I got Kenny Galladay. You, you, you're going to see a trend with most of my drafts. Kenny Galladay uh, at the beginning of the fourth round. Move on to the fifth round. Went another wide receiver and got Calvin Ridley at the end of the fifth round. Uh, round six, right at the beginning, DJ Chark. So I'm very wide receiver heavy. Got the two running backs. I'm going to have to get kind of lucky on that, that they're going to stay healthy. That's the only concern. But I'm good at wide receiver, so I can cover up. We have two, fle- we have two flexes in this league. 
two running back, two wide receiver, and two flex. So I can go four wide, and I'll be happy to go four wide. So now let's see here. I had to reach even higher in this one for, uh, unfortunately, and I hate that I'm reaching for him, but uh, Adrian Peterson in in the seventh round, right at the end of the seventh round, beginning of the eighth round, I took James White for New England, so I kind of have a I kind of have that backfield hedged, hedged out in there, so I'm fine there. Uh, ninth round, uh, took Keyshawn Vaughn at the end of the ninth round. Tenth round, followed that up with, um, you know, another kind of take a shot type guy, uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, which <laughs> the longer that Kenyon Drake is in that boot, the better I feel about Chase Edmonds. And I'm just telling you, if you can get Chase Edmonds in the 10th round, go ahead and get Chase Edmonds in that 10th round. All right, round 11. Um, everybody already had a quarterback. So I waited I waited out quarterback, and of all guys, Matt Ryan fell in my lap. Now, we know that I'm higher on Matt Ryan. He's actually right behind Deshaun Watson, so he's my sixth uh, quarterback he's seven on most draft boards there so a uh, perfectly fine right in there uh round 12 i finally had to take my tight end everybody else had a tight end so i took my uh my, i took mike gazicki which i'm fine with i'm perfectly fine he is a tight end one i have him right above tyler higby and hunter henry i am very much higher on Gazicki than I am those two guys, including Austin Hooper, who he jumps ahead of. Uh, let's see here. So now we're in round 13. Everybody started grabbing second quarterbacks. Okay, uh, so let's see here. Let me, let me, let me, let me see here. Oh, yeah, so now we're in round 13. Round thirteen, and uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Jim Kadich decided to uh, uh, throw it in my face that he was drafting DeAndre Washington. It's like <laughs> handcuff. Well, if you noticed on my tier rankings chart that I put out on Friday, that DeAndre Washington fell down the board. Who moved up? Daryl Williams. RB69 moved up. Why? Because there was a report that came out Friday night that Daryl Williams was the, the actual backup that he had secured the role. So, sorry, not sorry, I grabbed Daryl Williams in the 13th round. 14th round, decided to uh, grab another share of Brandon Ayuk, who everybody went, who? That's that's where we're at. Nobody knows the rookie Brandon Ayuk. You know, he's only, he was only drafted, what, first round? First round this year in the draft? <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> Oh, 
then I got uh, the one time that I get sniped because I was going to pick my Chargers defense. They went two picks ahead of me. So the last, uh, second to last pick in the draft, I took Tampa Bay's defense. Um, I had an option of doing New Orleans, um, but I have a very big habit, and I've talked about it, that I've that I like to grab defenses that are late have late bye weeks. Um, that same goes if you have a kicker. So um, I decided to let New Orleans go, um, and then I would just take Tampa Bay. I'm okay with it. I'm not thrilled about it, but it's a defense. My feelings on defenses are they're interchangeable. I'm not reaching for a fucking defense. Unless it's to uh, piss off Bears fans, and then I'll take Chicago's defense, but Generally, there's no need. So, but even though Leonard Fournette has been an early casualty, um, he will end up on a team. Uh, but that's part of you know. Let's just say it's karma. Let's just say it's karma for the team that it happened to. It didn't happen to Jim's team, but. We are going to start a new segment this year, and we're going to keep track. This is the James T. Kadich Do Not Draft List. And if you need to understand why this is important, uh, it's because Mr. Kadich is a bit of a jinxy jinx for players. Always has injuries and stuff come up. So we're going to have a fun little segment. We're going to keep track of the players that Jim drafts, picks up during the year. And these are the guys that you don't want to have a ton of shares of. You want them, but be careful going all in. So we're going to start in round one. This is the only draft he's done that I know that I'm aware of so far. So round one, he went with Alvin Kamara. Mark that down. Hopefully that does not screw over the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Round two, he went with Melvin Gordon. Good, great, grand, wonderful. Uh, David Johnson in the third round. So there's three running backs that were all hurt last year or sat out, whatnot. Uh, So... All right, way to go. Uh, Round four, he took his fourth running back and completely screwed the rookie, Cam Akers. Round five, Cooper Cup, who I've told you to stay away from in the first place. Now you have a definitive reason why you need to stay away from Cooper Cup. It's because Kadich drafted him. Uh, Let's see here. Round six, well, good... (laughs) Good night, Will Fuller shares. There they go. Um, let's see who else. Josh Allen, which is going to fuck me in one of my leagues. Uh, so Josh Allen's going to go down. Oh, he ruins another rookie. He's ruining a rookie wide receiver in CeeDee Lamb. Uh, let's see here. Tyler Higby. So let me get this straight. So you took Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby in this draft. I didn't even notice that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't get to see who took Jalen Rager. Uh, 
let's see here. We're in round 10. So Darius Slayton is gone. Let's see here. Sammy Watkins is gone. Yeah, he's on the he's on the tier of desperation, anyways. So we're not taking him. John Brown is screwed. Um. Oh, sorry, Fabus, you took Jalen Rager. You're screwed. Uh, DeAndre Washington, we went over. Baker Mayfield, get rid of all your Browns uh, wide receiver shares. And let's see what defense he just shat on the L.A. Rams. Boy, you went really Rams heavy. Why don't you just take fucking? Why don't you just take Jared Goff while you're at it? Just screw that whole team over. Holy crap! All right, so uh, yeah. Um, yikes! 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 So to run down the list. Gotta find the team. I'm gonna run it down right from his, right from his actual thing here. So we have, uh, do not draft Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, Will Fuller, Josh Allen, Ceedee Lamb, Tyler Higby, Darius Slayton, Sammy Watkins, John Brown, DeAndre Washington, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, you may also want to skip the whole. L.A. Rams defense because, as I said, they are all jinxed. So everybody shout out a grand old thank you, Jim. Thank you for either screwing my team or allowing us the opportunity to not draft the people that you jinx. But any which way, hey! Look at that. We did two drafts. It's half hour of time. We got our Jim Kadich do not do not draft list. And I think that's good enough. Tomorrow we'll go over a couple more uh, drafts here. I'm trying to keep the podcast at around half an hour because I'm going to start expanding. Um, so I want to try to get in a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Uh the Wednesday ones will be primarily we'll talk about the Thursday night games. Uh, get that out earlier so people have time to listen to it. Um, not coming out right before the game. All that type of jazz. Um, and then we'll do the <clears throat> we'll have the usual Friday. The Friday one will run a little bit longer because we'll end up going through DFS stuff for the week. Uh, this is when the regular schedule comes. So uh, let's see here. Let's just start it out. So Monday, Monday we'll deal with review waiver wire. Uh, so, oh God, half an hour for is half an hour forty five minutes. That's what they're going to be. So we'll go over waiver wire uh, review of the weekend. Uh, Tuesday, uh, we'll start maybe do a little bit more review because I don't know if we're going to have DFS ready to go on that day. Wednesday definitely shooting for doing a Thursday night game. Um, Thursday we'll skip and we'll go straight to, cause that'll allow me to be in the chat room um, over at the SI fantasy, uh, helping out people over there for a little bit. Uh, Fridays we'll have the first, you know, big walkthrough of the slate for uh, the weekend. 
and then the one that I put out Saturday morning, Saturday midday, whenever it comes out there, uh, that'll usually come out after um, I've done the full breakdown um, with the players. So Friday's like the first look through. We start grabbing players out that we maybe want to take a look at uh, for DFS, and then Saturday is going to be the final final run through. Uh, thoughts and feelings and on players that uh, we like or that you know didn't quite make the cut so that's kind of the idea but we'll go through some drafts here we'll talk about any type of news and stuff this week Uh, next week is going to be primarily dfs heavy Um, we're going to start a little bit of the walkthrough earlier uh, just because we can because most of our waiver wires are not um truly ready to go oh 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 so we'll finish it we'll finish on this one so the whole thing with reichwell armstead uh chris thompson devin Zigbo, right so reichwell armstead will be at the very least he's going to be he's going to be your your two down back um he is decent in the passing game so don't just assume that Chris Thompson is going to be the third down back. Reichwell Armstead can do both. Now the question really is how much, if you're doing fab, are you willing to spend on him? If you're short on running backs, it's going to probably require about 35 to 40%. Sorry. It's a starting running back that just came available. So you need to decide if you want to do it now and end up you know, going into the season shorthanded as far as money or if you, you're willing to do it. Um, you can put in an offer on Chris Thompson. It won't cost you much, probably you know, $5, $10 maybe, right? I'd probably, I'd probably stick around 5 bucks. you know, maybe go a couple bucks higher. Um Devin Zigbo is a guy that's worth being on your roster if you can afford it. <clears throat> and it's probably only going to cost you a couple bucks. I'll let you make the determination on that. If you, if you think that means, you know, Chris Thompson, uh, $5, or if you're just, you know, take a shot on him, you know, he's, he's the backup. He's going to be more the true backup than uh, Chris Thompson. Because Zigbo can handle the load if something happens to Rayquel Armstead. So I'm not hating the idea of just going after Ozigbo instead of spending the money on Rayquel Armstead. And just because it's going to cost you a lot less. So definitely put it, definitely think about it if you do have waivers coming on here um, that maybe you want to grab uh, one of those three guys. I'm personally off Chris Thompson because he just keeps getting hurt. So I would say you're either paying a lot for Reichwell Armstead or you're going to pay a little and just sit and wait on Devin Zigbo. But I'm out of here. Hope you guys have a good rest of the night. I am back. I am feeling great after this weekend. Thank you, everybody who was involved with the drafts. I am back. back.